0: Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing the greatest Premier League. Well, the greatest league. Of course, it is the Premier League. I gave it away before I should have. Um, best league on the planet, best panel in the, in the world. Um, I'm going as far as saying that after the analysis we gave you last week, um, on that big game between Arsenal and Manchester United, uh, same panel as always, stick to the winning formula, similar to what Arsenal have been doing under Mikel Arteta. The lineup stays the same. Gentlemen, I'll start from Joshua Gaylord, Chad Nagel, and <laughs> what an Desh Patab. Wow.
1: It's probably <laughs> your best intro on the podcast.
2: It was, yeah, it was a good intro, good intro. Um, I mean, last week, Sunday, was a brilliant, brilliant um, result mm-hmm. for Arsenal. Uh, and I think at the same time, Manchester City's 3-0 win, Erling ha- Haaland's uh, hat-trick wins under the radar yeah. uh, because of that result. Um, Man United came to the party. mm mm-hmm. It was a real throwback. It felt like you know those games oh, it was a back. Yeah, yeah, back <laughs> back in the day, uh, watching Ferguson and 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 Wenger go at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it even uh, gave me this feel where you know back in the day when Arsenal would dominate possession, dominate possession, but it's, there was still that feeling that United can just grab oh, yeah. a goal out of nowhere, yeah. and that's what happened on two separate mm-hmm. occasions. But it was a uh, uh, the result at the end obviously went in the favor of Arsenal, <coughs> fortunately. But uh, I think it was the three points. Was deserved there?
0: Chad, I don't know how you feel about this, but we were having this discussion uh, off air with uh, Martin, our sound engineer, um, on, because he's a Man United supporter, so I tried to throw it in his face a bit. But then I came to my senses and I said, I think Manchester United will be Arsenal's toughest opponents this season. And yes, I'm saying that before they play Manchester City, but over two legs, I watched two teams who are evenly matched. Yes, one's above the other by, you know, I forget what the margin is because I only look up, but I forget what sure, the margin you're is. You're on a roll, aren't you? <laughs> but it's, it is two teams on the same level. And yes, Arsenal were beat once, Manchester United were beats once, but no team were blown, blown away. And, um, even though, you know, three points, three points, those are two teams I'm saying who are on the same level. And some people are arguing that Arteta has three years more than Ten Hag because Ten Hag's only been there for six months, but, Those two teams, for me, I don't know how you feel, but they are on the same level
1: for me. I think, you know, I I can understand the comments and and the claim that they are two clubs on the same level. I do think that Arsenal are ahead, Mm. Uh, maybe slightly, but they are ahead in my my book. Um, I think, as an Arsenal fan, I'm sure Arsenal fans will probably feel like... um, you know, Manchester United have been the toughest opponent. Uh, they're the only side to beat Arsenal this oh. season. And and there are a few teams that have given Arsenal uh, such a difficult time. Newcastle, there aren't many. Mm. Um, and Manchester United have certainly uh, performed really well, especially to go to the Emirates and, and play the way they did. Um, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, it was never an easy task going to the Emirates, which is back to being a fortress again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal remain unbeaten there at uh, this time. But I think that, I think it was a picture that showed two teams who are probably going to be at it next season again for the league title. Um, I think there's more work for Eric Tanag to do. Uh, Mikel Oteta has started the work um, a couple of seasons before uh, Tanag uh, took the helmet United. But I do feel like Two teams are certainly on the right track, but um, Arsenal for me are slightly ahead. They look complete. It's, and I, you know, it, it's actually annoying for me to say this because, you know, you don't, as a, I'm a Chelsea fan, and you don't want to see your rivals get, you know, like too comfortable. At mm. the, Arsenal have made it too easy at times, and they actually are so complete where I find it difficult to find a weakness. Like, where's their weakness? Because I thought a couple of weeks ago their weakness was Gabriel Jesus being injured, but. That's not a weakness. Yeah, Nketiah, brace against Rafael
0: Varane, World Cup winning defender. Lissandra Martinez, World Cup winning defender. It doesn't get much, tough, much tougher than that. Um, and Nketiah, as Chad alluded to, showed no signs of slowing down. Desh, what's your take on this Manchester United and the
3: improvement they've made under Eric Ten Hag? Mm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that word improvement because... Mm. That is absolutely critical. And um, if you look at both Arsenal and United, they both have done some incredible work behind the scenes. Um, you know, but with Ten uh, I believe he cut his holiday short or something to get to Old Trafford and start working early on his project. Um, you know, he's unveiling. It. For me, it wasn't as high profile as mm-hmm. I thought it would be. And uh, he's really like come on and revolutionized the club. Um, you know, bringing on his attacking um, coach in Benny McCarthy. Um, you know, he brought his backroom staff from Ajax as well, um, and I think he he let go a of few of the the former backroom staff. We look at your Michael Carrick, who's moved on to Middlesbrough. Mm. Um, you know, he doesn't um, he's not want to shy away. Of course, the ousting of folk, uh You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, the just Manchester folklore of <laughs> just been like turned over there. And uh, Mm -hmm. of course, Ronaldo um, saying that he doesn't feel the manager respects him. I'm not sure about that. We don't know what happens behind closed doors, but the amount of work that he's done in six months, um, very, very uh, curious to see how that unfolds long-term. But, you know, barring Newcastle this season, United and Arsenal have impressed me the most. Yeah, That's like what they've, what they've done is um is just incredible. And on Arsenal, you know, it's always a mental battle with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've they've had a solid team for, for year on year. And um last season, you know, just narrowly missing out to uh the UEFA Champions League top four top mm-hmm. four spots. Um where they're now you know, even the documentary, All or Nothing, um, you gotta see like the turmoil amongst the players, um, club captain Garnachaka <coughs> yeah. snapping um, but Ateta, every time I've seen him, he just looks like he cares more. You mm. know, like he's got that raw passion that that will to, you know, go down there and 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 look at what he's he's brought brought now. You know, yeah. Um, yeah for me, barring Newcastle, they literally are the most improved. I've been most impressed with, and um, yeah, I'm just happy that get uh, is actually getting minutes and and <laughs> using them and using them. Josh, to, Devastating effect.
0: I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm loving it. I asked Chad a question about Manchester United and he went on to praise Arsenal. I asked Desh a question about Man United. He goes on to praise Arsenal. It all ends with everyone praising Arsenal. I'm not complaining, but it has to be a good feeling and unfamiliar uh, feeling um, considering how the past couple of years have been.
2: Look, unlike you, um, I'm a bit more <laughs> reserved in my plays of Arsenal. Uh, I'm not, I don't, not that boastful. Um, but it's lovely to hear the the rest of the panel um, speaking nice things about Arsenal. I mean, hmm. it's always been a case of what do Arsenal need to do next to get here? What do Arsenal need yeah. to do next to get there? Um, this conversation of what do Arsenal need to do next to get the title is something that I'm happier to speak about, yeah. um, more excited to speak about. Uh, but in the case of United, just to touch on them a bit, I think uh, what the guys have said... I might echo it a bit because they they've said it all. But you United, it's great to to have them back. Not their fans, just to have United (laughs) back to watch the rivalry, the rivalry uh, to Mm -hmm. see. And and with with uh, Hag coming in, yes, in my opinion, he has better players uh, at hand when he first came in. Uh, Much much bigger spending power. Maybe not the best. I think that he needs. To find the balance of getting the board on on, on par with him in mm-hmm. making signings. I mean, uh, we've seen how it's worked for Ateta. Uh, if you, for me personally, I'm not a massive fan of Anthony. Um, I think that he, he doesn't have that driving force that maybe Rashford brings to the squad mm. um, and really going at players in that manner. In, uh, although against Arsenal, there were two separate occasions where the trickery was actually to get past the player, yeah. which was a, su- a pleasant surprise to see, um, maybe from a Man United perspective. Mm-hmm. Um but I think maybe they need to get players on board with what Ten Hag wants. I think the Lissandro Martinez one is a signing that he would have definitely wanted. Um, I think that the Casemiro <coughs> one it could have uh, could have been a bit of both. I think maybe when Casemiro came in, who has been the Man United's yeah. best player by a long shot, I think that that kind of player, um, Cas- Ten Hag wouldn't have necessarily. Wants it per se? Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say because who wouldn't want Casimiro? But I, yeah. I don't think that's a signing that maybe he would have put on the table. Mm. Um, and Probably he's, not his top transfer Yes, definitely. finished for that yeah. position. Yeah. Frankly, there we go. Yeah. Um, so I think that he's found a way to make it work with him. Show that he is a quality manager. He can use what's put into his disposal. Mm. Um, but I think if they can... We, we know that United always go for a name brand signing that boosts the club's uh, uh, marketing power. I think that if they can find a good balance where he gets the right signings, uh, they could even uh, their 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 growth will be that much more quicker. Uh, yeah. With with Tenag, I think United are on on the right track. It looks great for them.
0: Well, you look at what he's done in such a short space of time. Chad, he's got rid of Ronaldo, uh, Pogba, all the negative you know, things that were Manchester United. And yes, you can say um, there was Don uh, Don Viau on this podcast who used to say Paul problems. But that's really actually what it was because every time Pogba steps on the pitch, if United lost, they'd point the finger to him. And it became that with Cristiano Ronaldo. And Eric Tenhawk has got rid of, the, of those two um, situations. I'm not going to call them problems. Yeah. Um, he's changed, you know, that McFred partnership. It's now just one DM. Um, it's Ericsson and Bruno, or it's Ericsson and someone else, and Bruno's up further up. Um, it's just one sitting DM, which most of the big clubs play, like your Man City, Arsenal. Um, he's got his centre backs ball playing. Lisandro Martinez is as small as you know as Tottenham's hopes of finishing in the top four. But he's, you know, he's also a ball playing centre back who sure, can also. Sorry, I'm sure we're allowed to laugh it. <laughs> he's a balls playing. Uh. He's, he's. I mean, he's. You know, it's. These are things <laughs> that you'd never expect. If if I'm you know a, a, a club owner and I'm looking at, okay, they've lost. Best midfielder, they've lost the, the greatest goal scorer of all time. Their center back is three feet tall. Yeah, it's it doesn't look good on paper, but what he's doing with this team is just completely extraordinary.
1: Yeah. No, he deserves a lot of praise. I think his, be- his best piece of luck will be if he actually gets rid of uh, <laughs> Phil <Paul> Jones. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got rid of Pogba, he's got rid of Ronaldo, but Phil Jones is still there. But, no, but on a serious note, um, you know, I praised this manager last, um, last week on the podcast and mm. I, I, I'll i praise him again. Fantastic. Um, he's made a huge difference to Manchester United. Mm. Um, the way that he's handled, and I know much has been said of it, but the way he's he's handled that Ronaldo situation mm. has deserved so much praise. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I'm Team Ronaldo, and there's not many uh, on Team Ronaldo, but I, but I have to say that he's put the club first. Yeah. Um. Because I at the at a couple of weeks back, uh, or maybe months rather, we looked at certainly before the World Cup, and we. You we couldn't really see fully the United, um, um, you know, the way they're playing now. The mm. you could, there wasn't so many positives to draw from the way they were playing from mm. their squad. The negativity, the 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 negative mood in the camp, w- which was like even even if the club were progressing in some areas, uh, it was hard to see because it was so clouded by the Ronaldo yeah. situ- situation. And he's come, he's addressed that problem. He's given he, he's given the club a massive lift. Um, the type of players that he identifies are—you can see—he's been backed, mm. uh, Vegas, uh, uh, Dutch, Dutchman. Uh, don't
0: say he's been backed, and then you mentioned
3: Vegas. <laughs> no, but I mean, like,
1: it's, he's not like Josh just spoke spoke um, a moment ago about United's type of signing. He's yeah, not the United fact, yeah. type of signing, and maybe this is how, why United can actually go forward now because. Mm. You, you, you got the big the big guys kind of taking the back seat now and, and, and listening to the manager, what the manager wants, whether it's not the most flashy name, uh, but you're giving the manager freedom and you're giving him confidence and you're giving him trust. And you, 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 you're basically saying, listen, I trust you. I trust mm. that y- we've hired you for a reason and we saw something in you and we believe that you can take the club further and whoever you want, we're going to back you. And I, I don't think you're always going to get that right, because. Yeah. But I but but I think that you know it's 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 down to him, and he's handled yeah. it well, and he deserves a lot of praise. Uh, you mentioned that they're not on the same level um, as
0: Arsenal. Then i not. Imagine you. Not quite yet. Yeah. I'd imagine you'd think they're not on the same level as Manchester City as well. So then, what do they need? There's a couple of days left for the transfer window to close, and then of course, the uh, vision start. Well, the vision continues towards the end of the season. Potential signings that could add to what this current team have put together. So to get them back to Man United.
1: I think um, I think that they are making progress for hmm. sure. Um, I don't think that there's a lot that that they can do. I think they've dropped too many points. Um, Look, at uh, mathematically, they're still in, but yeah. I think it would be incredibly difficult uh, with the amount of consistency Arsenal are showing. Uh, Man City, we know all about their second half of the season, so mm. it's going to be difficult if United feel like that they can still challenge for the league. I mean, maybe if I was a United fan, I'd still cling on to some hope because there's mm. still matches to be played, but I just feel like, I think, let the season play out. Uh, make your Champions League spots. You've been... Because uh, I mean, Newcastle might as well feel like they in the in the running in yeah. for the title, and um, just complete uh, the season. Just uh, make sure you finish in the top four, which you will, um, and then build on from there and see what's available in the market um, where you need strengthening. Um, I do think that they are marquee striker short. Mm. Um, I Vegas is on a loan, uh, so I, I think it's it, it's. Uh, so you
0: know, he's not the long term. Um He's, he's, he's prob- not part of the project. Let's he's say. probably
1: well. It's, it's he's probably given an opportunity. Like you know, you this is just this is what we. It's basically an addition. Mm. We're gonna sign you on loan for these six months, and if you can uh, perform, ensure that you, that that you can actually make the grade at the club club like Manchester United. Then we'll go ahead and sign you. But I do think that they are a marquee striker short. Um, I, you know the right back position is so mm. uh, it's such a tricky one because I know that they're interested in in, in the same right. Chelsea are looking at it from Leon uh, Gusto, hmm. uh, the the young Frenchman. The thing is, I thought that they had a right back problem. Dalo's good; he's yeah. he's not great, but he's good. But and then one bissaka who's been so inconsistent, has such a good game against Arsenal, yeah. in my opinion. So it's you know I think some players just need to find their consistency, consistency, which Arsenal have, and Man City. Hmm. They might not have shown it much this season, but City are consistent.
0: Dish, what do Man United need then to be a title challenger? To be to rub shoulders with a 50-point Arsenal and mm, a Manchester looking, City.
3: For me, the first thing that comes to mind is a squad. Mm. I think um, when he when he first joined his remarks was that he was going to let the players show him. You know who who, who, who needs who, to be there exactly, and he said um, everyone's on a clean slate. And you did see, like, in fact, I do think Phil Jones played for United since his arrival, eh? I, I'm <laughs> fairly certain I've seen Phil Jones <laughs> play under, under Eric Ten Hag. I think and it's uh, like a nightmare that just, yeah. you know, like a vision that
0: we just see. And, and we yeah, get
1: so used every, Everyone I mean, a chance. It, Everyone's it, a it,
3: precisely. Fair chance. precisely Even Phil Jones. Even Phil <laughs> Jones. And even a 30-plus striker, you know, mm-hmm. in Valdweger, Vegas, like, if he, I'm not sure what's, what's happening with Martial, But um, I think just stays a number. Yeah, but he also had he also had sufficient or at least some cameo appearances Mm -hmm. here and there. He had a couple of starts Um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So so you see, so the sentiment holds. You know, he is willing to give players a chance, Um, even the youth. If you look at uh, Ganacho, Mm. um, I think Ilanga did play a few times, but he hasn't been as clinical with his. I think he dropped himself. Oh, based on his performances, Mm. he.
0: Put himself out the team. Mm. I think we can say that considering you know when players make themselves mm. Um, like um, let me make an example. Ben White is not a right back. Orteta put him in that right back spot. Ben White is, yeah. made yeah. himself untouchable. Yeah. You saw yeah. Tommy Yasso's performance in the second half against Arsenal but mm. consistently Ben White has mm. said yeah. I'm not Getting out this team,
3: mm. so I think that it looks like in, in, Nacho has done the passing. You know, he's he's gonna be that. If you're looking to bring anybody off the bench in the final 15 to try and change the game, as you saw against mm. in the derby, what a what a cameo appearance! And he was the outball, You know, um, very similar to Modric, All you know, different plays, different stages yeah. of their career. But he also came on, changed the game. I'm sure he's not gonna be a a player to come off the bench. Mm. But um, I did see he was he was very he was explosive. Yeah. You know. Um, and I think that's, that's what I'm going to expect from this United team. There's more firepower um, off the yeah, bench. Definitely. And one thing I, I have noticed, because I did look at the numbers from last season to this season, and the one thing that is so strange but so true is that no top-flight club have conceded fewer Premier League goals at home than mm. United. Nobody. Wow. Both, I think it's them and Arsenal on five at home. Sure. Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, sure. their home form has really picked up, s- sky up. skyrocket. Yeah. You're looking, and last year they were conceding, you know, left, right, and centre at Old Trafford. Yeah. I think they hadn't kept a clean sheet. Yeah, I remember like Palace there and winning. I think oh, probably first word. game of the season. Na- yeah. And you look now. Look at them now. That Old Trafford form is there. They won seven of nine. Mm. I think Arsenal or oh, City have won nine of eleven at yeah. home. But seven from nine, <coughs> that's that's formidable. Yeah. Um away they will they will get better. But as he has restored faith to Old Trafford. Mm. Um, you know, the they and it's sold out. You know, every weekend they're sold out, but it's a different energy about the place. Mm. Uh everybody's on the seats. Whenever Anthony gets a ball or Rashford, yeah. you know, what's what's ex- what's gonna happen. For me, I think his biggest work yet will be Jalen Sancho. I think Jadon was going to say Phil Johnson. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he does. I don't think United are going to buy anybody. I'm not sure if he's going to try and phase Sancho back in yeah. the squad. Maybe mm. give him a few minutes. Here and there. I think
2: the competing two on that right wing will be Anthony and Jayden Sancho. And I think uh, uh, they sent Sancho away to the Netherlands to do a bit of work on, on some stuff. And he's just come back recently. Um. So, so I he's think that, yeah, he's been away for some time. They sent him to do some personal work okay. on himself.
1: Because I have felt like sorry. Because I have felt like uh, Tanag has been a little bit more gracious towards Anthony, and okay. I'm and I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm trying to understand mm. why because, like you, uh, like you said, he hasn't impressed me, mm. and he's frustrating mm. when you know you're under attack, and he's kind of slows it down and he lets the defenders. Yeah. let like everyone shows track. the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: this is a player that he's worked for for the past couple of years. This is a player who he's given his opportunity to at Ajax. That's so true, yeah. He knows his full potential. And obviously, he's, you know, he's way still going to learn as well. He's, he's like early of, 20s. His yeah. yeah. way Very of young. getting, you know, Anthony to his full potential is probably by giving him as much minutes as possible. And I think that's the thing with Brazilians, um, not to categorize them all, but they like to play out of their form and not... You know, some players need a break. Uh, some players need to be dropped, like Harry yeah. Maguire, like, when like he Chelsea came back. Squad. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll
3: actually get to to Chelsea in a minute because it, it could do them like yeah. bet, like more value yeah. in the long term. Because yeah. yeah. Fred, you know, Fred came on in the Man Man, or he started in the Manchester Derby, mm-hmm. and he he looked like incredible against De Bruyne. Because I think he got De Bruyne beat him once. And that led and, to a goal. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't tracking in that, but yeah. I'm talking in, the, in like the opening stages of the games. I think he shimmied Fred, and that was it. I didn't yeah. see anything for like the next like 50 minutes. Yeah. Fred had him in his in his back pockets, and uh, again, on home home tough, the, mm-hmm. the the the, the performances there. Are crazy and United play four of the next five league fixtures at home. Sure. So that's in match the next, fixing. In the next no, that month, is match fixing. Four at of the, the
0: next five. Let me just tweet we'll that out at, at FA. <laughs> um, now, um, yeah, last couple of minutes of the show, I'm going to give you guys uh, just, uh, you know, to touch on each of your teams. Obviously, different things happening at each club. Um, you know, in the studio, we've got an Arsenal supporter, <laughs> Chelsea supporter, and Everton plenty happening there, Desh, you'll tell us about that now, but Josh, first, Arteta versus Pep this weekend, um, it's the first time that Pep is versing an Arteta side this great, I'd say, um, 50 points, of course, they yet to play each other in the league, is this, does this have any ramifications for the rest of the season, of course it's an FA Cup tie, and secondly, is it the start of a, a new rivalry?
2: I think it's definitely the start of a new rivalry. Uh, just to answer that question first, uh, we see how Pep has in the past praised Oteta and praised him and said how oh, well he's doing. <coughs> uh, give him time. Let him get to a level. How long He believes in him. Um, and just in the last couple of press conferences, he's, he, it hasn't been that. It's mm-hmm. been uh, a different kind of conversation where they Arsenal have this in advantage for them. They have that in advantage for them. Um So it's already starting to, uh, in my opinion, it's starting to get to a point where he is a bit worried, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it's unfortunate for them because we know that they had a good relationship, and when that winning, when you want to win, that can get in the way of that. Um, We know that they used to have conversations back and forth Mm -hmm. from last season. How uh, Arteta has come out and said, "No, I'm still still in contact with Pip." But I think now this season might be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things go down on Friday nights. I, do, I don't think that this is a game where um, we'll get to see the full uh, effects or the full rivalry, mm. um, but it will be a bit of a taste. It is exciting to see. Uh, unfortunately, I will be <coughs> missing the game. <laughs> I won't be able to watch it, but I will check it when I when I am capable, unfortunately. It'll be first Arsenal mm. game that'll miss the whole season. Sure. Um, <laughs> So, it's so if, if Arsenal it's win this fixture, poetic. you better miss the rest of this <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm excited to see this fixture. Uh, I, I, we, we won't, like, like I'm saying, we won't see the full extent of the, the what the rivalry can become. Mm. Uh, we won't see the best 11 from Arsenal and the best 11 from City. Um, City, obviously, their bench, we spoke about depth at United. Uh, that's what they need. City have that. Um, and now they're peppering their squad with young talent from Argentina and, and very obscure places. Uh, that most clubs aren't looking at, um, but this this fixtures uh, it, it still will hold some weight. I think that it, it, momentum is always key in football, whether mm. it's the cup fixture, whether it's a friendly leading into the the, the league, whether it's uh, going and playing away in Europe. Momentum is key, and 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 it'll give the the um, the bench players, so to speak, with respect to most of them. It it gives them a boost as well, knowing yeah. that I'm part of the squad that's going to beat this in the future. Um, and whether it be the Arsenal win or the City win, uh, whoever gets away from it uh, victorious gets that momentum, which is key.
0: Mm, who wins this fixture Friday night? You're not gonna, you know, watch it, but you will be checking the results. I know you. I know I, your passion.
2: I think it's a, it's a really exciting <coughs> uh, uh, a fixture, and it's hard to call. I mean, I, I can't see. Usually when this,
0: people say that about their own teams, they think the, uh, the opposition will win.
2: <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a hard-to-call fixture for me. I, I, I feel like both teams can definitely get on the score sheets. Mm. Um, even from those bench players, uh, we've, we, we've seen that Trossard uh, now recently reported that he probably will start this fixture. I'm quite surprised. I thought that maybe he'd be eased in a little bit slower. I mean, yeah. he is at uh, a decent level of fitness. Um, and it's understanding the way that Arsenal want to play, might be totally different from what was happening at Brighton. So I, I'm personally intrigued to see that he's starting so mm. early in the in the round. Uh, but it could be a moment that maybe, obviously, Oteta, he, he knows the players best. Um, uh, he, he could fit in a role. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts down the middle mm. as a striker uh, and the, he, he could get his first goal here. I know that back in the day I, I watched a game where Eddie Ketia came on uh, that was his first start or first appearance for Arsenal at the Emirates, beating Norwich. He came on. Arsenal was 1 0 down. He pulled two goals and uh, mm. he, he, he lit up the show. And since then, he's been a, a great mainstay at Arsenal, not not on the pitch necessarily. But for the same could happen for Trossard, I think that this is a game that he can put his stamp on the squad mm. um, or his name on that, on that starting lineup. Uh, so, in terms of City, we've seen the youngsters that they. That they're bringing in. I mean, Cole Palmer is someone who hasn't. I can't say he's shone, but he's he's, he's fit. He's he's fit well into what PEP's doing. Um, and I think even players like Phil Foden, who haven't been on the even on the bench in recent mm. fixtures, uh, I think that this could be a fixture where he comes on. And we know the quality that Phil has. Um, so if I'm betting, yeah, I'm betting both teams to score. Uh, mm. th- those forward players are are looking. Looking good.
0: Josh, you know what? I'm going to take that. I'm not going to put you in any corners. I don't want you to say what I think you're going to say. So, both teams have scored as uh, Chad. Chelsea, a lot's been going on this season. Um, Desh mentioned a player, uh, Mikhailo Mudrik. Of course, he's one of the 23 players you'll have signed this window. (laughs) Um, He's, that little cameo, he, you know, what he brought to Chelsea. Of course, he's there to be a regular. He will starts as he gets fitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, this window. Talk to me about how it's going, how it could end.
1: Um, so what I do know is that at the time of recording, Chelsea are not done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will make another signing or two, um, guaranteed. Um, I I think it's going to be a hard watch for Chelsea fans. It's going to be a hard watch this season. Uh, it's one that you're going to have to endure. But trust in the project, trust in the process because we are in a rebuilding phase um, mm. and we are rebuilding the entire club um, um, from new ownership and the whole backroom <clears throat> stuff and uh, th- who, who was it? There was one of the legends, um, I don't know if it was Peter Cech, it was no, I don't think it was Peter check but one of the Chelsea legends came out and said, I think they were being interviewed and they're saying a lot of people don't realize the change that's that's happened from even the staff the medical mm. team and every and everyone like it's just a whole revamp i think um in terms of chelsea i think that you know we are fortunate to have an american owner who is not afraid to pull out yeah um he's ambitious radical at times um doesn't always get it right but in terms of he's negotiating um tends to throw money down uh maybe too much of it and and, may, and maybe that's why we've brought in a technical director, and he's taken the back seat. But there's money to be spent. There's mm-hmm. there this there's, there's cash to be splashed, and I think that we are making the right signings to take us forward. I think Zhao Felix. I think I don't know if everyone's followed, but on social media that it's now been leaked that they they might not be it might not be uh, written, but there is a possibility of Chelsea making Zhao Felix's move permanent. Yeah. Um. You, so we've got Christian. Christopher and Kunku tied up already, sealed. Um, announcements is probably, they, pro- both clubs are probably just waiting for the right time to, to announce it, but that has been done. Uh, the Leipzig, uh, president, uh, I think, uh, said that. all but confirmed. Well, but confirmed it and said, obviously, everyone knows, uh, is going to Chelsea and, le- and Timo Werner was already telling him what to expect in an, in an interview or what he can sure. expect at Chelsea next season. Um, so we've got, also Andre Santos, we beat mm-hmm. Manchester City and Newcastle to his uh, signing, and the Brazilian under 20 has scored in three games consecutively for his national team so uh,
0: can I ask this how <coughs> how long will this rebuild take because I understand that you know you've written off this season yeah um the players that have come into Chelsea, I feel don't allow you to write off another season. I think they're good enough to punch well, not even above their weights, because their weight is heavyweight. And you can't bring in Zhao Felix, Mudrik, Nkunku. And be sitting and and for sixth spot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. next season, yeah.
1: No, a- absolutely. I think it will not shock me at all if Chelsea go and actually... Um, you know, we, I said I've, we've left it late, but it won't mm. surprise me at all if we give a strong finish where we, so where we kind four? of actually even come close, where there's even talk, talk again, where maybe the questions asked, will Chelsea make it in the top four? Mm-hmm. Or I, 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 I don't write that off Uh, because there's so much quality. But but I'm calling Chelsea fans to be patient. Mm. These are tough times now. You have to endure. Uh, We've had our era, Mm. and now we want another era, and we need to rebuild in order to achieve that. Mm. It's new ownership. Um, But we've made some smart signings that a lot of people aren't, Giving us credit for because of our mistakes of just throwing the uh, splashing cash uh, mm. large amounts, uh, Benoit Badiashile is a top defender, and yeah. I think he's shown it at 21 years old. Back back uh, he's worked shapes. with Thierry Andre. He said Thierry Andre was a key uh, um, was a was a key uh, role model to him um, mm. during his time at Monaco. And yes, Andre wasn't the best. Coach, but he's has a brilliant football mind, hmm. and um, if he knew everything about defenders because he beat the best of ones, so he's wow. he's given him, um, you know, all the advice. Um, he's improved a lot in 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 what we've seen in two games at, at, against Liverpool. He was fantastic. Um, I think. Also for Chelsea, what's good for them is we're now seeing Rhys James and Ben Chilwell come back. Mm. N'Golo Kante is going to sign a new long-term contract, which is good. Uh, Fofana is coming back. So all of a sudden now with the fully fit squad, we can start to be more optimistic. But at the same time, let's not get carried away. And mm. just this season's going to be difficult. Tough times. Never Definitely
3: last. Done. <laughs> Only tough people last. And days.
1: sorry, before we go to dish, we might take uh, one of the key midfielders,
3: Anthony Gordon. N-
1: no, I'm going do Anana, but Onana. also will Arsenal maybe. Well, tired of going into
0: transfer battles with uh, Chelsea. But anyway, dish. Uh, lastly, talk to me about your club.
3: It's um, it's a very unfortunate position where uh-huh. we Everton are at the moment, especially considering we play Arsenal at home next in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, not not <laughs> looking forward to that one at all. Uh, then we make the trip to Anfield, where we play Liverpool away. Uh, Goodness um, me! <coughs> yeah.
0: who, who will be the coach by then?
3: I'm not sure if
2: they'll they'll appoint anybody.
3: <laughs> just <like That's, laughs> I think Sean Deitch ever.
2: is the the number one front runner in the odds. Um, and then they've also got Marcelo Bielsa, who I think would actually be a good addition at Everton,
0: especially th- for that derby, um, side derby coming up. You need runners. I don't think interprets yeah.
1: interpreters <laughs> approves. <laughs> yeah, it's um, but, uh, so. There are some answer. names in the table.
3: I just don't think they'll appoint anyone. <laughs> like lights at the wheel So maybe for the next two or three fixtures. I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I really it's a it's a tough one to call. You yeah. know, like my my personal opinion is that they should appoint someone Until the end of the season mm. and then have a good hard look at themselves. I can't fault Give me a name. I want Sean Dyke. Mm. I want I want Sean Dyke. Um I think he's the right man for the job. I think Bielsler is a bit of an um ambitious manager. Someone to look
0: at at the end of the season. <coughs> Probably
3: maybe. more long-term. But right now, I don't think he's a man for the job. Maybe maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm looking at Sean Dyke because of his stability, his track record, his, uh, his pedigree as a manager, especially of Burnley Football Club, you know, and what he's mm. able... What he
2: was able to do...
1: He'll make Everton solid again. I think... Yeah, I He'll think... Don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that heavy. <laughs> no I, be, I believe <laughs> Bielsa... Like, the fans... I, I'm, I'm listening to you speak. I can only imagine the guys that go to Goodison uh, every second weekend. Um, like, the fans need something to be excited about. If Sean Dyche comes in, yes, we know that he can... Uh, get results. Get, get <laughs> results for, uh, for a relegation battle. But... But I think that if Bielsa comes... The fans will be excited to come and watch the team actually play. I think uh, it will create a, a atmosphere at the That's stadium. True.
0: I don't remember Burnley ever being noisy. <laughs> noisy, yeah, they were noisy. If you went to tough mall, they were noisy. Yeah, I think the wind howling we're...
2: through the stadium was noisy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, maybe not the fans.
0: Yeah, so I get Josh's points, but Dash, you you just got your heart set on Dash
3: for now because I'm I want to be real realistic in this mm. sense, you know. Um, but the owner Mushiri, I. I you know, I really my heart goes out to him. It's unfortunate. Pleasant. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Like I'm sure he's the money is he's committed to Everton. He's been in at uh, at the club since about twenty sixteen. He's coming up on a decade. And mm-hmm. you know, this is an Iranian billionaire. So he knows the value of money and what what money can do and how how to make money essentially. Mm. So I'm not I'm not sure whether he he came like into the into the football um sphere. To uh, for an investment, mm. to with with some return, or just to say like this is what I did in my life, you know. But right now the club in a we're in a consecutive relegation battle, like yeah. literally one like year on year we're in a relegation battle, so it's going to be very um, upsetting to the fans. Uh, There's r- rumors that the club is up for sale. I don't think that's true. Mm. I think that um,
0: well he did squash those rumors. Oh, <coughs> uh, was yeah. Mm. So.
3: You know, he's there. There was rumors at the, sure, the board. Sure, there was an outrageous rumor
1: about uh, Colin Angelotti possibly becoming part of a consortium that would buy uh, Everton and and put him in in charge of the of management. That's crazy. Wow,
3: Goodness that is me. that is very yeah, yeah crazy. That's very shocking. Yeah, <laughs> um, but sure. You know, they they've got some <coughs> impressive people in the door. You know, like mm. as you mentioned, Angelotti. There were there were a few other like top level managers. Yeah, you know, and. I just, I just sometimes didn't think that the management style was aligned with the club hmm. and the players on the on the field. You know, like they they were all. I don't think any of those um, those three like facets were on the same wavelength. Where the players match the club's ambition, match the manager's pedigree. I think they were all misaligned at hmm. one stage of the time. You know, and they've they've always brought in a lot of players. You know, like whether it's from like. The squad has always changed year on year, you mm-hmm. know, like big big numbers, and um, again, it's, it's there was a lot of unrest, and that that's why I'm saying Sean Dyke. I think he's he's like somebody who can come in and like fix this mess. You know, if you look at um, Newcastle, you know they've also got lots of mm-hmm. money, like new money, but the. You see what I mean? The 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 everyone's on the same on the same wavelength. Mm. The players on the pitch, the expectations, and the manager—they all know like this. Mm. It's like just streamlined, you know? Yeah. They know what they they're to do. And um, on the point of, um, Burnley being noisy, I I don't think Goodison like you're right, you're right? Burnley is not they weren't like wow, but I don't think Everton need that right now because we've yeah. tried that for the last five years. You know, we have tried. We I don't <coughs> think. Like, we we are we are a few seasons from there. Well, David
1: know. Moyes could be sacked soon. Like he's one of he's at no. twenty years too too late. Chat. <laughs> well, you know what he's done. He's performed very mm. well with West Ham mm. um, bar this season. Mm. I think maybe he would. He's na- He mm. might feel like you know um, going back home. He could want to go back and maybe put things right at a club where he has a you know deep love for
3: maybe. Mm. I'm
1: not sure if stranger things have
3: happened in football, you know. Yeah, um, I, I have my no doubts about that. I think I think that it's probably Land take like, for the top <laughs> two right now in the, in the Everton. And then Ralph Hassnettel is, is in the line. line. Yeah, sure. That guy should I'd,
0: be first. I think let's just end it there before Arteta gets linked with. The top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was once captain of the topies, <laughs> yes. but uh, yeah, gentlemen, as always, excellent picking, you plane. Um So much happening. Plenty of positives on Joshua now in. Uh, well, Josh and myself, and, and uh, Chad, you carry on rebuilding there. I don't know what's going on with you, Desh. We'll just hopefully um, stay in There the isn't meeting. even a foundation yeah, at the good. moment. But I mean, uh, the
2: championship is uh, live on super sports. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: Gentlemen, until next week, let's enjoy the FA Cup football and the last couple of days of the January transfer window. Cheers, Cheers. guys.
1: Cheers.